Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Born with a disability so rare there are no reliable statistics for its existence, Filmmaker Ella Glennoning wonders if there's anyone who can share the experience of living in a body like hers. In her documentary feature debut, Ella poses this simple question, is there anybody out there? One which non-disabled people so often take for granted. The film leads to a journey to not only others who live like her, but to the realization that meeting them changes how she sees herself in the world as well as the many surprises she experiences on this journey. Again, the film is called Is There Anybody Out There? And we're joined today by the director, Ella Glennoning. Ella, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Ella, very early on in the film, we see what a creative person you were as a child, and we see your desire to want to tell stories. Was there something in your life, in a particular time in your life, when you decided that you wanted to tell this very intimate and very personal story? That's a good question. Um, I think that watching films has always been my favorite thing to do, really. I can't remember a time that I didn't want to be a film director. Um, I've got really fond memories of going to the video shop with my mum when I was little, which is just like the corner shop um, in in a nearby village. But um, yeah, picking out a film was like the most exciting thing in the world. So that's where my passion stemmed from. And then I went to Norwich University of the Arts and studied film production there. And yeah, I just knew. I just knew. Like I never excelled at something. And then when I went to, to art school to study film, I just knew that it was for me. Ella, were you drawn to a particular kind of film, a particular genre? What drew you to the documentary world? I, I love both documentary and and fiction, um, and I love I love writing. So I sort of thought that 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 was more the direction I was headed in, and and I will will still do more writing, I hope. But I don't know. I made I made a short documentary shortly after graduating, and and I really fell in love with documentary then, um, and realised that it, I had a really inspiring tutor at university as well, who was a documentary filmmaker called Tal Amiran. He, he sort of showed me that documentaries don't have to be dry, that they can be like poetry. So I love, I love documentaries that feel like poetry. And yeah, I, I've always been really interested in the experience of just alienation and feeling extremely other I think is a yeah it's a big kind of interest and passion of mine I sort of realized that I had a story to tell and so I applied for funding from the um, BFI Doc Society and was successful and the rest is history. Because is there anybody out there such an intimate and moving portrait of you and your life and your experiences was there a conversation was there an incident where you felt that this was the time and this was the place to start making this this documentary i can't think of a particular trigger to be honest um but i know that it wasn't it certainly wasn't always going to be such a personal film initially i was interested in yeah the experience of um living in a very unusual looking body or living with a very rare medical condition and feeling really other i didn't know it was going to be 
basically all about me uh, but I know I wanted to travel and meet other people who sort of shared that feeling but when I got pregnant that's when the story kind of became very very personal because I realized okay this is another amazing thing that's happening and an amazing thing to go through as a disabled person I just sort of surrendered to it then and it became very personal. I alluded to this in the introduction but your disability is exceptionally rare. Um, yeah, it's definitely rare, yeah. So should we describe for our listeners what, what we're talking about? Yeah, so I was born with, it's a, got a really, actually, no, it doesn't have a long name. Do you know what? I don't even know what it's called anymore. Dr. Paley calls my condition something and then someone else calls it something else. So I don't have hip joints. I was born without hip joints and short femurs. That's generally how I describe it. So I use a wheelchair for long distances and um, I'm short in height. But yes, I have a very unusual looking body and I'm definitely shocking, I think, for people to see. And that's an experience of existing that I think is very interesting and very kind of, well, rare in itself. Regarding the people that we meet over the course of, is there anybody out there, include friends and family and people that you meet over the internet or through your contacts in the medical community and the way in which you're able to establish these very frank conversations amongst them particularly drawn to your parents and and in specifically your mom she seems very honest and forthright and just a joy to uh, hear her talk to you about your project and and her own reflections on you growing up let's talk a little bit about that they've both been really good sports i don't think that they expected the film to be in sundance but at the same time um yeah they're they're so they're really supportive of me there were some things that were you know they specified please handle this carefully but yeah like they've been so such good sports basically and yes, I think that's sort of the honesty that I have definitely was something that was passed on to me by my mum. She was always, she is incredible. She is incredible. She's a magic person. So is my dad, of course. But yeah, I'm thinking about that honesty. Um, something that my mum did really, really, really well was just really encourage me to talk about my feelings when I was younger. And so that's sort of all I do. As your film, is there anyone out there widens out into a kind of a broader picture of your life, of your pregnancy and your boyfriend and how that creates another opportunity for you to see your own life now through the eyes of your baby and also how over the course of the film, the more people that you come in contact with, your ability to bring them in and allow them to share their own experiences and in doing so provides a greater context for their stories and for your stories and it allows the audience to experience the kinds of things that you're talking about in the realm of disabilities and making your way in the world and it's done in such a way that you pull an audience in in ways that few if any films I've seen have been able to do. Wow. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's so exciting. I, I really, really, really can't wait for people to watch it because, you know, not many people have seen it yet. It's 
yeah thank you i really i want it to be groundbreaking i'm not gonna lie i hope it will be while i do think the film does break new ground particularly from your point of view how you approach this subject and your story and the issues surrounding disability and society's perception of that i also think the film attempts to bring a more of a normalcy to the everyday questions that we all face but in the context of disability no you're so right and actually i say it should be groundbreaking but for for disabled people for people in my community and for my disabled friends it's it's what i'm saying is very basic it's all i'm saying is like we're humans and it's okay like we're humans worthy of love in the same way as anybody and we're fine as we are and please just treat us like a human that's all i'm saying with this film so yeah it it shouldn't be groundbreaking but i i hope it will be because because there's just so much ableism and it's so entrenched yeah thank you for that and you mentioned the word ableism how would you define it and what are the implications ramifications of it yeah ableism um i would describe ableism as discrimination against disabled people um and it can take many forms attitudes and societal barriers access laws and i think my film the aspects of ableism i want to deal with with my film in my film is is mainly attitudes. I think I don't touch on access that much, even though it's they're completely in, in, intertwined. I really just want disabled people to be seen as human and accepted just as they are. There's also another segment in the film where you travel the world, including you come to the United States and you meet Ricardo, who is a, an internet sensation of sorts. And you also meet Priscilla, who is in many ways someone you have been looking for. And I just really enjoyed this part of the film uh, because it further deepens the, the story, your intent, your motivation for doing the film. And um, I just thought as you were describing just a second ago, kind of humanizing people with disabilities in ways that are so reflective of the vast majority of people in the world. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it was really, really important to meet someone like me. I think there was a moment where I thought I wouldn't be able to meet anyone with my condition um, when, yeah, when COVID happened. I really had a good feeling about Priscilla. We really sort of clicked when we met online. But I knew that she didn't have the same type as me. And there was a period of time where I was very fixated on finding someone with exactly the same body as me. Because within my condition, there's, um, what do you call it? Classification system. When I finally met her, it was amazing and wonderful. But it also, I think I can say this without giving too much of the story away. It also, it wasn't like complete fireworks like this immediately life-changing experience in the way that maybe I had imagined it even though I really like her and we're good friends now I think um I discovered so much whilst making this film and a lot of it I didn't expect like the people who I have connected with 
you know, I've realized so much about myself and I have realized, for example, my friend Naomi, who's in the film, we talk about disability all the time. It's something we're both really passionate about. But I think I hadn't realized how profound our relationship was until I made this film, actually, even though our experiences and our disabilities are really different. They're total opposite ends of the spectrum. She's not visibly disabled. She's very conventionally attractive, um, but she finds a lot of stuff in life hard. Whereas, yeah, I get sort of underestimated all the time and physically things are hard. So anyway, lots of surprises in the film. like to remind our audience that we're speaking with the director of the film, Is There Anybody Out There? And that would be Ella Glennington, and the film will be premiering at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival, and the first screening will be on January 22nd. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the 22nd is the premiere. Right. Yes, the right. 22nd at three o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. As someone who has been to Sundance one time, it's an, such an exciting event. There's so much going on. And I was there as just someone who wanted to watch films. I can't imagine what that experience will be like for you as a filmmaker, being there and being around other filmmakers. So all the best from that perspective. In your film, is there anybody out there? You've told a story. You have given the world an opportunity to see you in the context of your life your experiences, the challenges. But the film is also an invitation to the audience to see the normalcy of your life, to understand that the challenges that you face in so many areas of your life are just like anyone else. It's the sort of social, societal imposition of expectations that make life so much more difficult than it should be. In light of that, in the sense of what you've taken on in tackling this issue of ableism and disabilities in such a public way in your film, does it make it difficult for you to talk about it in a public forum in something like a Sundance Film Festival? Is it difficult to talk about it? Well, I'm terrified of public speaking. <laughs> so that's scary. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm really passionate about it. I'm, I'm so excited about it. I'm, I'm so passionate about about disability and disabled people and being disabled and proud. Um, so honestly, it's scary, but feels like it's a dream come true. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, it just feels like the biggest opportunity. So it's scary, but amazing. And in the last couple of minutes I have with you, I want to talk about a very important part of the film that we haven't really talked a lot about, and that is that in addition to being the subject, the person who's driving the story, you're also the filmmaker, you're the director of this wonderful film, Is There Anybody Out There? And how well it looks and sounds and the editing and the pacing of the film are all very well done. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your cinematographer, who makes a very brief appearance in the film. Anne-Marie Lean Verko, yeah, she is absolutely amazing. She's so talented and so intuitive and just wonderful and easy to work with, and she never got under my feet. 
yeah, she's amazing. But also, thank you for calling me a filmmaker because I am worried that people are just going to think that I am the subject of the documentary, but it is my baby, you know. I'm absolutely a filmmaker. And I believe you've made a number of short films. Is that right? Oh, it's only my first feature film, but I've made a few shorts, yes. Well, congratulations to you, Ella Glendening, for your work on Is There Anybody Out There? I want to let people know if they're going to be in Sundance or the Sundance Film Festival. The premiere of Is There Anybody Out There? will be January 24th at 2 p.m. And it will also be available online that day, as well as screening four more times over the course of the Sundance Film Festival. Ella Glendening, thank you so much for your time, and and hopefully you'll find some time to come back and join us again with your next film project. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 